morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome again to Word of Life Ministries. Here we are waiting for you as you wait for us, and here we are ready to hear and receive the Word of God this morning. It's kind of cloudy here, but you know what? The light is shining inside of us. Glory be to God because Jesus is in our hearts. So we are blessed and we have the light of the risen Christ. Glory be to God. I'm excited about Jesus. I'm excited about the word of God. And I'm excited that you're here. We're here earlier this morning. So if you would, if you know someone who listens to us regularly, some of your family or friends, send them a text. Let them know that we're on an hour early, that we're on right now. They can tune in and listen to Pastor this morning. So I'm excited. I am so excited. I love the Lord. I know you love the Lord. That's why you're here. You love the Word of God. That's why you're here. And we thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. We are blessed. You are blessed. You are truly blessed because of all that Jesus has done. So you can receive his blessings. They're yours. How awesome is that? They are yours. All of his benefits are yours. Glory be to God. Receive what's yours. Pastor's going to come and bring us the word, a mighty word from the Holy Spirit. Get your pen, your Bible, your notepad. Take notes. Go back and review. When we get, when Pastor brings forth the word, he doesn't want you just to take it because he said it. He wants you to get into the word, to search the word out for yourself, to see the truth that's in the word of God and receive it. Because it is your reality. It is my reality. It is the only reality is the word of God. So again, I'm excited. I'm, I'm anticipating to be different an hour from now than I am right now because the word brings change. And I believe that the word will bring change to your life. So pastor's coming forth. I'm going to step aside. And I love you guys. And I love you, pastor. Even though you're yelling at me, I love you. I'm always yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little excited for every now and then, right? Well, really, yeah, I was trying to find out where you were. Anyway, <laughs> you're here. Hallelujah. Thank Glory God. Glory to God. You're here with us. We're here with them. They're here with us. Amen. And we're all in Christ Jesus this morning. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'll tell you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're starting an hour early, but we're going to be, this is our regular service time. So mm -hmm. we're getting ready to go back into the building soon. And so we wanted to get back on schedule. Yes. So that we can uh, pick up, you know, get yes. back in our building and pick up with the same time uh, frame that we had before. And so 1045, we're here. From now on, we'll be going forward at 1045, and mm. we're glad you joined us. I'm hoping you guys are um, you know, uh, enjoying these messages, enjoying the services. And I'm, uh, I'm once again inviting you all to join us on our Wednesday night Bible study. I think if you get on, you'd really enjoy it. Try it out once and see how you like it. It's an interactive Bible study. And, um, and we get a lot of good uh, input from folks. And, and uh, God has just been good. Many have been blessed uh, during this time. So we'd like you to invite you to join us on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. And uh, the, uh, you'll find a number. Uh, on the screen at the end, and it was only in the beginning. I don't have it. Um, I probably know it by heart, but I won't. I won't. I'll give it to you. I'll make sure you have it before, before the end of the service. Amen. 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 With glory to God. Well, I got good news. Yes. I got good news. I don't have any bad news. I got good news. Why do I have good news? Because we have the gospel. We have the gospel of Jesus Christ, and the gospel is called the good news. I'm not here to. To, I didn't come with the, with, with any bad news, I can't tell you, you know, it's good news when Jesus is coming back, but I don't know when it is, you know, I mean, we can speculate and all of that, and we can even focus on that, but then we're going to miss up, miss out on the immediate good news, but that's good news for believers that he's coming back, it's good news, and yes, yes, yes. times is good news for believers, amen? Amen. amen, amen, but I got some good news while we're yet here, no, that um, that we have victory. Yes, we do. Amen? Amen. We have victory. I'm going to show you something today. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm following the Holy Spirit. Amen. I know it's going to be good. Amen. I know that there's a fire burning. <laughs> Amen. There's a bonfire going on right now. Amen. 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 
Do you know we have the victory? Yes, we do. Simply put, well, Pastor, how can you say that? And I'm going through all that I'm going through. I don't care what, I mean, I do care about what you're going through. But you, we have the victory. We always have the victory. Yes, we do. And you know something? It's not based on anything we did on our own. So we true. have the victory. So true. Because, and let me show you something. First John chapter 5. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read those those uh, first four verses. First John 5, 4. I mean 5, 1. But my focus is going to be verse 4. Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Didn't say anything about any work, did it? Not. Let me say it again. I don't want you to miss this. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ mm -hmm. is born of God. Yes. And everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also that is begotten of him. Right. Glory to God. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Amen. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Right. Now watch this. This is where I want to get to. This is the verse I want you to see. I talked about victory, didn't I? Yeah. It says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Now what's being born of God? Believing on Jesus Christ. You saw that in verse 1. Then he says here, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Are you born of God? Say, I overcome the world. You should shout that to the rooftops. You should shout that to all your problems, all your circumstances. Yes. You should shout it at your enemies. Oh. I overcome the world. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory. Ooh, look at this. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Now that word even is in italics, shouldn't even be in there. That's in italics, that was placed there. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. It is what? Our faith. Our faith. Goes all the way back up to verse one. Whosoever believeth has faith that Jesus is the Christ, is born of God, and that brings victory. That is what. Listen to me, people. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. If you're born of God, you have victory. It's, it says it right here. Yes. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Notice I'm putting a lot of emphasis on this today. I'm putting a lot of emphasis on this today. What server is born of God overcometh the world, and this, being born of God, is the victory that overcometh the world. This is the victory that overcometh our faith. Verse 5 says, Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth, that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. This is God's assurance that you have the victory. You believing on Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been born of God. You've been born of God. You have been reborn. You were born a physical birth and you were born a uh, 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 a spiritual birth when you when you were born of God. There's a physical birth, yeah. and there's a there's a spiritual birth. Amen. And victory over the world is a result of your spiritual birth. Mm. Victory over the world is a result of your spiritual birth. Now I want you to catch this. Bondage to the world. Let me say it one more time. Victory over the world is a result 
of your spiritual birth. Bondage to the world is a result of your physical birth. Okay? You entered into the world by physical birth. And bondage to the world came upon you. These are connected by law, and, and it's easy to explain, and, and, and it's easy to understand. The physical birth reveals to the mind things that are physical. Objects in the natural, natural objects. Right. And physical objects only. That's, that's all the physical can do for you. It can only reveal to you what it finds through your five senses. Right. It brings the soul man, your mind, your will, and your emotions into contact with things of the world. It's natural for the mind to become deeply interested in objects that are presented through your, 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 uh, your external senses. These are the things that place you in bondage. Most of these objects have an intimate relationship with our senses. And they become, they become the, the, the foremost um, sources of our happiness. My goodness. Cars, houses, boats. I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. Pleasure. Physical pleasure. It's, this is what these are the sources of, of, of happiness for the physical person for the personal strictly physical and our our affections are gradually wrapped around or entwined around these objects these natural objects people go to all lengths to to and, and, and I mean guilty been guilty of it go to all lengths to satisfy the flesh to be satisfied in the, in the physical world. And we become lovers of the world. You, you learn to start loving things in the world at a very young age. You know, this, let me say something to parents now that we, we stop by here. Okay? We want our kids to have everything that we did not have. It's just natural. That's what we want. We want them to have the best of everything. But by giving them all of those things, are we really helping them? Or are we, are we helping them to become attached to worldly things? How much time, believers, believers, born-again believers, who have victory that overcometh the world, how much of that are you introducing to your children's lives? How much the things that will bring them victory in life that will help them to walk and live in victory. Oh, they'll learn that. I want them to find that at home. That is a lie from the pits of hell. You want them to have victory. You want them to have fun and enjoy all these natural things, all these natural things, but and these things that, that can destroy them, that can infect them. You want them to enjoy those things, but the things that's going to bring them victory, eternal victory, so that when they walk out that door, that you know that they are loaded up with spiritual things. Yeah. That they understand that who they are in Christ Jesus. Right. That they understand that they're overcomers and they always have the victory. That they become those who walk in faith. They walk by faith and not by sight. Mm. Are you imparting those things to them? Right. Or we want to continue to give them things of this world. They fall in love with the things of this world. There's so many kids that'd rather be home playing their video games than hearing about Jesus Christ. Because of what you failed to present to them. The greatest gift, I know my wife told me this many years ago. Long before I was serving God. She said the greatest gift that we can give our children is a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. Now, there's another fact that's equally as important. It has to do with the soul man. That take, take notice of your moral relationships and how you interact uh, or how you was, or, or with worldly objects and worldly things. It has to do with morality. Your physical. How's your morality ever going to change if, 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 if you don't walk in those things that are spiritual? Because what you do, you, when we live in that physical realm, we, we come into agreement with physical things that can hurt us, that can limit us, that can deceive us. But when you're, in, when you're walking according to this life that, we, that has victory, this life that we said, whosoever is born of God is what? Overcomes the world. Amen? Am I making sense this morning? Yeah. Well, we have a God... We as believers that we live in this physical world, we have a God that is daily, constantly, by the second, by the moment, by the second, always concerned and always desire to build himself in us. Yeah. Hey, amen. amen. Because every father, he is our father. Is that not right? Yeah. Is he your father? Do we know him as father? Did Jesus tell the disciples to pray to him as what? As Father. He's our Father. He knows it. He wants us to know it. And every real Father desires to reproduce himself and his child. Right. And his son. Is that not right? Every real Father, every good Father. I mean, don't you love it when somebody comes up? Boy, you look just, boy your son looks just like you. Man, boy, that boy is just like, oh, that boy is just like you. You love that, don't you? I love it. I mean, I love it when people tell me, man, your son, like, boy, yeah, I had somebody tell me the other day, said, oh, my God, your son says the same thing. Your son, and I'm like, oh, oh, well, some things he probably shouldn't say that. Say, but yeah. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> you know. But you, you understand, every father wants to, re wants, wants, desires his son to be reproduced in him. So our father, God, Desire, yeah. his desire is to reproduce yeah. himself in us. Amen. And we receive the life he's given us, his life, he's given us his nature. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 4. Glory to God. 2 Peter chapter 1. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And let's look at verse 4. Let me go back and find Second Peter. Okay. And verse 4. Now I just made a statement. I said, our Father desires to, our Father God desires to reproduce himself in us and we receive the life and the nature of the Father. Isn't that what I just said? What does verse 4 say? Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers. That you might be partakers. That you might partake. That you might live from. That you might walk and live out of. Partakers of the divine nature. Of the divine nature. Having escaped. The realm that we just talked about, this physical realm, the realm that holds us into bondage, having escaped the corruption that is in this natural realm in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, adding, adding, everybody say, adding to my faith, Virtue, strengthening my faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity, which is love. For if these things be in, be in you and abound that you make, that I'm, I'm sorry, 
that make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. You were not recreated to be barren. You were not recreated to be unfruitful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You were created, going back to the victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith. Everyone that is born of God, everyone that is born of God overcometh the world. Why? Because we are partakers of the divine nature of God. We, are, we have been reproduced from Jesus. Glory to God. Ain't that something to be excited about? We invite the Holy Spirit who has imparted to, he is the one who has imparted uh, uh, to us the nature of the Father. So we invite him to come into our bodies and to make him his home in us. Yes, Lord, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Come and live inside of me. Yes, Lord, thank you. He makes his home in us. Then as we begin to, to feed on the word, he builds that very word. He builds that very word into us. I was having a conversation with my wife this morning, and we were talking about the rhema word, the spoken word of God, these things that God himself said. These are the things. These are the words. This is the washing of water by the word that it speaks about in Ephesians, where we're constantly washing and we're speaking the word, what God has spoken, what God has declared to be true. What God, this is what cleans and disinfects and wipes away all of the things in the world. Mm -hmm. How are you speaking over your wife? What are you saying about her? Does she have a bad attitude? No, she has the mind of God. He said it. She has a life and she has the nature of God and she lives and she walks from the nature of God. Not according to the course of this world that brings destruction. Boy, don't you know God can work with that? Don't you know that he'll move on your children that way? I declare, no, my son's messed up. My son's doing it. He no, he's a child of the most high God. He is blessed. He's mighty in this earth according to the word spoken out of the mouth of God. He is a seed of promise. I declare that to this day. Don't you know God can work with that? Amen. Don't you know that the realm of the Spirit just begins to take over and, to, and the, word, the Word and the Spirit work together to bring to pass what God has declared, what you have accepted, what you have made your and my reality. Glory be yes, to God. Hallelujah. Thank not, you, Jesus. Not this counterfeit world that we see. Come on. Not the deception. Yeah. Oh, we have a Savior who give us, who's given us a complete salvation. Well, we always have the victory. Amen. Everybody saying, I always, I always have, the have the victory. My family always, My family has, always has the victory. I call those things that be not as though they were. Because I am like my Father. Who calls those things that be not as though they were? I always have the victory. Hallelujah. He wants us to feed on his word. That word works and builds him, builds it. It's built into us. We become one with the word. You know, the, 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 the genius of, 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 um, being, you know, of believers, of being a believer, or some people would say a Christianity, is the ability of God to build himself into us through his word. Amen. So that in our daily walk, we live like our master. Amen. That we live like him, that we have victory like him, that we take authority like he took authority. You know, Jesus walked this earth, he walked this earth as a man. Uh-oh, somebody, some religious person got upset. How can you say that? He was God. No. He was the Son of God. 
He is the Son of God and always will be. He was the Word and He is one with God. But when He was in this earth, He was an example of a man who didn't owe a debt to sin, that understood the authority that He had in this earth. Amen. And He lived, He died, and He resurrected. And when He resurrected, the way you were birthed out of your mother's womb, when you accepted Jesus, you were reborn and you were birthed out of Christ Jesus. And the life that he has, you now have. And now he's, to, he's building himself in us so that we would live and we would walk in this earth the way that he lived and walked in this earth. You don't believe it, stick around. Call on Wednesday night. You'll hear about it. I'll show it to you in the Word of God. I don't have time to go to the Word. There's so much in there that tells us this. Amen? Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't know about that. But I don't dwell. Come on. <laughs> Be ye therefore followers of God as foreigners. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Be ye as followers of God as servants. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it said? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it said? That's not what it says, is it? It says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Be like him. Not imitators, followers. Be ye followers of God as dear children. And do what? And walk in love. As Christ has also loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling Savior. Mm -hmm. Savior. Let me say this to you. Don't you know when God sees you, he sees Jesus? And don't you know when God sees Jesus that he oh, oh. don't you know God has set all of his he set all of his affection on his son Jesus? Did you know that? He set all of his, his affection. And, and we are birthed out of Christ. We've been brought into the family of God as dear children. And Jesus himself said it. In John chapter 17, verse 23, he said, Father, show them that you love them as you love me. Amen. Glory to God. That's what he said. Yes, that's what he said. Yeah, you. Amen. Yeah, you, 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 you. He loves you as he loves Jesus. He calls you son and daughter the way he calls Jesus son and daughter. If you are born again, I'll tell you again. Go back to 1 John chapter 5, verse, verse 4. Everyone that is born of God, born of God, born of God, that's reborn, that's born in and through Jesus Christ, it, it overcometh the world. Man, I'll tell you what. It don't get no better than this. Glory to God. Amen? Amen. He gave himself. As children of love, we're to walk in love as Christ walked in love toward the world. Not condemning. Not calling people out of their names. Or, or, or you know, some of you people act like you got your own hell that you can put somebody in. He never called you to condemn the world. He called you to pray. He called you to speak like he speaks. He called you to love like he loves. He called you to love. He called you to love on everybody who lives outside of the will of God the same way he loved on that, that woman that was caught in adultery. He was aware of your accuser because he showed them he, whatever he did in that dirt, it made them run. And they took <laughs> off. They shot out of there. Yes. But he says, where are your accusers? I had their, their honey. He said, well, neither do I. Right. Amen. I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. That's love. Yes. Yes. Then he laid down and died for her and rose again. Imagine that woman came running when he, she was able to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. 
You imagine she took hold of that, that life that God gave her, this new life that Jesus has given her. Some of you can't give life because you don't even know you got it, and you're chasing and running people away. I don't care what you are. I don't care what you're dealing with. God wants you in his kingdom. Yes. You can't fix yourself. He'll fix you. Yes. Because you can't build him in you. He does the building. Yes. He yes. builds himself in you through his word. Yes. If you think, well, I can come like I am and I'm going to stay the way I am to the end of time. No, you won't. Because you're going to come seeking your father. You're going to come seeking his will. You're going to say, Lord, I can't do it. He's going to say, but I can. And you're going to allow him to do it. And boy, it's going to be a new day for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We can't allow, we can't allow as believers, we can't afford to let our hearts go bitter towards the world. No matter what the criticisms, no matter what the persecution may be, we cannot let our hearts go bitter towards the world. You have the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. You don't ever give up on people. Amen. You never give up. Whenever I want to give up uh, or, or say, I, I'm wasting my time, when I have to remember. Remember Paul and Silas at Philippi? And you remember had they been arrested and they were in that dungeon and they were whipped and they were beat and they were... They, 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 I mean, they had these people whipping them and beating them and, 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 and tore the flesh off their back into the deepest part of the dungeon in the dungeon and in the midst of that in the midst of all of that agony all of the physical torture they prayed and they sang songs at that point they weren't considering themselves they just knew the love of God they knew the love of Jesus and when Jesus released them because of their praise, when heaven was stirred and the chains fell off and the jails, the the, uh, the, uh, the prison, yeah, the doors were open. And the jailers said, kill me because they're going to kill me. The same ones who were whipping them and beating me said, no, come on, you come with me. And he went to the man's house and got his whole family saved, delivered every one of them. If they were bitter, they couldn't have got that done. If they were living like mere men, they couldn't have got that done. If they found their sufficiency in this natural realm and through their physical birth, they couldn't accomplish that. But they found themselves reborn, born of the Spirit of God, children of the Most High God, had the nature of God, the love of God was stirred up, the power of God showed up. And people were delivered, and they were set free, and they were brought into the family of God. And they walked in overflowing love and protection through eternity because these two men understood who they were and who was on the inside of them. And they understood that I'm not of this world. It's no longer I, Paul says, it's no longer I live, but it's Christ that lives in me. Yes, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. 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 Yes. Amen. <laughs> that jailer was scared. Mm. He was upstairs. He was worried. But these men whose skin was ripped off and blood ran in their back introduced them to Jesus, not just Tim, but his whole family. Yes. Because of love. Yes. Thank you, Lord. No bitterness. Love. A church was formed that day mm. in the home of that jailer. No telling how many people were born again through that thing. If they had any other spirit, these things would have never happen. But they were like the master. They were like Jesus. They had his life and nature. The father was being re was reproduced in them. Let's look at Galatians chapter 4 and verse 19. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 19. 
I'm going. My life. Mm, look at this. My little children. Of whom I travail in birth until Christ. Until Christ. Until Christ be formed in you. Until Christ be formed in you. I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice for I stand in doubt of you. But he said, in other words, some of y'all don't believe. But he said, but my little children of whom I travail in birth again unto Christ be formed in you. God wants to build himself in you. God is building him. He wants you to allow him to build himself in you. He needs you to transport this love and this goodness. He needs you to inject this love and this mercy and this kindness and in in his nature into the world so that the world may see Jesus. Think that Jesus, that jailer saw, and his family saw Jesus that night? You think they, did they just see Paul and Silas? Did they see Jesus? Amen? Amen. Uh, the process of building Christ into, into a person, it, it, it can be a slow process. But don't use that as an excuse. It doesn't have to be a slow process. But it makes Jesus men and women out of all of us. When Christ is being built into us. We are created. We are created in Christ Jesus. Yes, in Jesus Christ. Man, I tell you, one of these days, we're going to talk about the correlation uh, about being born. Uh, about, you know, uh, Adam and Eve. Eve was uh, taken out of Christ. Adam, out of uh out of Adam. You know that Adam, when he was put to sleep, do you know that God, God took Eve at Adam while he was asleep? Right? You know God took us out of Jesus while he was asleep? This is a real birth. There was a physical birth that took place then, which was a type and shadow of when Jesus rose again, there was a church. There were some people born. We were born, we were born and birthed out of Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we now have the life and nature of God on the inside of us when you receive Jesus. This is a real thing. This is real. We now have the ability to love others. We have the love of God shed abroad and our hearts by the Holy Ghost. We really have the love. You know, most reasons, most time believers are running around here condemning people and shout because they don't really know that they can be formed, uh, conform, uh, con, uh, transformed, or that Christ can be, Christ is to be built in them. They don't realize they have the reality of that. They're standing on the outside looking in rather than living on the inside. And seeing what's going on outside and taking what's inside outside. Amen. They're so caught up in the realm of the natural and in their senses and, and the word is stuck here and has never reached their heart. So that they can be formed into the image of Christ. So they run around condemning people all the time. Sending people to hell like they got somewhere to send them. Better be careful you're not on their tail. Or beat them there. <laughs> Reality is, you need to check yourself. Yes. The reality is, you need to be walking in the love of God. Yes. The reality is, when people see you coming, they should be excited to see you coming. Yes. Because they know you're not going to condemn them. They know you're going to have a love message. I told somebody yesterday I loved them. Man, let me tell you, this blessed me so much. And, and she knows I love her. And she said to me, I really needed that. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Was out of, you know, and I was like, and I walked up to her, I said, I love you. And then, and she hugged me. She says, I really needed that. And he said, it was Jesus just saying he loved her. That he loved her. When your love is in the right place, when, you, when, 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 you, you, when you're working with God's love, there's no failure. It's an identifiable love. It's a powerful love. It's an attractive love. And every believer has that love on the inside of them. Amen. Do you Amen. believe it? Yes. 
You're created in Christ Jesus if you're a born-again believer. The world should see it and the world should know it. Amen. Let's talk about these verses. The first verse acquaints us with earthly things. The things that we comprehend through our five senses. The second verse acquaints us with God. Woo! Glory! The first verse acquaints us with the finite or the limited. The second verse acquaints us with the infinite and the unlimited. The first introduces us to things connected with our human nature. The second verse connects us to those things, those great things connected with our new spiritual nature. These spiritual things are so lovely and, and so glorious that they overcome the negative things, the things that hold us in bondage in this world. Did you hear what I just said? First produces a worldly nature, the second a heavenly nature, a godly nature. The first verse, our minds is bought into a trap, into snares. The second is delivered from the snares. The second verse delivers us from all the snares. Somebody ought to be happy about that today. The first Birth gives us our citizenship on earth. And the second our citizenship, the second birth gives us our citizenship in heaven. Which one do you value more? Now, I'll tell you right now, there's some believers or Christians that value their citizenship in, 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 in whatever country they are more than they do in their heavenly citizenship. You can tell by the things that come out of their mouth. You can tell by the fight that they're fighting on their own. You can tell. Their world is falling down around them in their household. Their children and their generations and their family is falling apart. And they're more concerned about what's going on outside the house while what's going on in their house is falling apart. Why? Because they don't understand that they have the life and nature of God and that they're overcomers. And let's overcome here first. And when we overcome in the house, we'll take the overcoming out into the street. And the same thing that caused you to overcome in your home will cause the other people, others to come into that same victory as they receive Jesus Christ. Not some government or some stupid laws or some dumb people that you're following, that you put over Jesus Christ. Come on. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus told you to fight the good fight of faith. It yes. says this is the victory that overcomes the world. It is our faith. We are children of the Most High God. You're in his family. You have his life. You have his nature. Go back to John. First John. And I'm going to end with this. Go back to First John. Chapter 5. Let me give it to you again so you can see it. Are you ready? Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of who? Of God. And everyone that loveth him, he begat, loves him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. That word even shouldn't be there because it takes away from the power of this verse here. It was placed there to give it understanding. It was not originally there. Then this is the victory that overcometh the world. Our faith. Amen. 
Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Brothers and sisters, God wants to build himself in you. He doesn't need you to be like any other man or woman. He needs you to walk within what he's put in you, his life and his nature. Your life and my life as believers should reflect that we have the nature of God on the inside of us. Your life and my nature should reflect what Paul and Silas did when they were in prison. Is that no matter what we went through, no matter what we're going through, on the other side of it is victory. Yes. We have victory that yes. overcomes the world. And we will stand on that. We will walk on that. We'll rely on that rhema word from God. We'll rely on that. And we will yes. take this to the world. Yes, yes. yes Amen. Lord. Amen. And we will do it gladly mm. and willingly. We will do it the way Jesus did it in love and in compassion. Amen. Amen. Bless God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, we have a wonderful life in Jesus Christ. Yes, we do. And we have the victory. Do we get bumps and bruises? You better believe it. But the bumps and bruises are there to try to slow you down, to try to trap you, to try to snare you. But I'm telling you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And in the midst of those things, we like Paul understand, it is no longer I that live. Do you know how mad they make the devil? <laughs> you know how mad he gets when you, when you think that way, when you believe that way, when you talk like Paul talked? Think about that. You stand there, he's trying to do all this stuff to you. Say, hey, buddy. No longer I to live. It's Christ that liveth in me. And what you're trying to do to me, you're doing to him. And he's already busted your head one time, and he's going to come back and bust your head really good and put you away forever anyway. But I got the victory, because on the other side of this mess that you're trying to bring into my life, I understand that I have the victory, and that's why you can't defeat me. Because I'm not, you're not dealing with my, me, old fleshly me. You're dealing with the new spiritual me. And really, it's no longer I, but it's Christ that's in me that you are now dealing with. Well, have at it, buddy, because you lose. Yes, every time. Glory be to God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I hope this message blessed you today. I hope there's a fire burning in your belly. I hope you're ready to, to I hope you that you'll just yield and say, Father, just please build your, I know you want to build yourself in me. I'm making room for you to do that today. I'm talking to you, believers. I'm talking to you today, believers. I'm talking to you because you want to walk in love. You want the world to see Jesus. You want to go up to somebody who's dealing with something. You want to go up to somebody who's right in the midst of, of, of doing something and you object to you and say, oh, God, I love you. Don't go up there with that. With that well, God loves you. <laughs> That's just you being religious. I'm talking about, man, you know, I love you, brother. Yeah. I love you, sister. Yeah. That's not who you are. Yes. And I'll tell you what, right now, I'm only going to speak life over you. Yes. I'm not going to see you, in you through your drug use. Yes. I'm not going to see you through your alcoholism. I'm going to see you through the eyes of Jesus Christ. I'm going to count you as precious. I'm going to count you as, as important. I'm going to count you as a brother or a sister. Amen. Amen. I'm going to pray for you to come out of darkness and the light. You don't have to say that. You just do it. The more you say, you're going to talk yourself into thinking think you more than you are. Come on. So shut up and let Jesus be who, who he is through you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes. Glory to God. Do you believe yes. it this morning? Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ain't that right, preacher? <laughs> you got a word bursting birth in you. Come ready to come off, don't you? You got a fire burning in you. You know what? Greater is he that is in you that is in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless God. Father, we just thank you for your word and your truth. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for this life that we have in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, that this is the confidence that we have in you, that if we ask anything according to your will, which is your word, 
you hear us. And because we know you hear us, we know that we have the desires that we petition you for. And we thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.